Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come and take a look at the snow. Bright white as far as your eyesight goes. Come and take a look at the fields of snow. I'll just get my coat, then we're good to go. Come and take a look at the lake. Let's have a quick skate before it gets late. Come and take a look at the frozen lake. Put your clothes on, mate. Don't make that mistake. Greetings, holiday shoppers. There's just 183 shopping days left until Christmas, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of Christmas Creeps, an everyday podcast about holiday movies. Hi, I'm your host, Joseph Wade. Here with me tonight are my co-hosts, Johnny Fod, the human robot. Yeah, I'm here. Hi. And Karen York, whose uh, title has yet to be established. I'm just sitting down the hole right now. All right. That's all I got. Karen's sitting down the hole. Uh, I'd like to The trapdoor this... spider, Karen York. Yes. The trapdoor spider, Karen York. Okay. All right. I could live with that. I'd like to take this moment at the beginning of our podcast to wish everyone a happy uh, Take Your Dog to Work Day. Take my dog to work? Yes. Dog, not daughter? Dog. D-O-G. Wow. And millennials, man. And wow. I, I And I realize that's kind of... It, it's odd saying that here in uh, our... Our Site B studio, which is full of cats right Something now. Something has survived. Yeah, we, we brought our cats to work today, a.k.a. Wait, didn't you say there were dogs at your work today? Yes, there were. There actually were. Oh, wow. Yeah, there there were. Maybe, right. someone, maybe someone's just ahead of the curve on you. Yeah, maybe. Oh. <laughs> Send our dogs to their work day. <laughs> Take my dogs to your work day. A couple of dogs got into the gate at my work, and they just showed up in the office and, like, apparently they've been there before, and, like, my coworkers have fed the dogs, so that's probably why they're back. Yeah, that's why they continue to show up. But, man, these dogs, like, they must have, like, gotten pregnant at the same time, because uh, you could tell. What if I'll the same that. dog impregnated both of them? That's... Either way, that's an ugly fucking pup they just made. Yeah, because you Cause... said one was, a like, some sort of terrier. It was, like, like a, a mangy little terrier. Like, it was, like, like a like a street urchin kind of dog. And the right. other was, like a like, a... Like a black lab? No, it was, it was like a, a white lab, like a oh, retriever. Okay. Oh, okay, like a but, blonde lab. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm uh, just imagining you going up to the office, like, "There's a pack of dogs attacking the work." I'm like, "Oh, that's just Scraps and Charlie. They're hungry." <laughs> Scraps and Charlie. Scraps and Charlie. It's my favorite morning zoo. Mm, welcome to Scraps and Charlie in the morning, 300 a.m. I don't. I don't. 300 a.m. <laughs> We're dogs. We don't know how to tell time. No, that's. We don't know how to tell fucking like radio bands either. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> That's the lowest frequency on the dial, 300 a.m. The show's canceled today because we're going for walkies. We get, we get no power. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, it's the middle of June now as oh, we record Jesus. this. It is hot as balls outside. And it's a I fucking swamp outside. It feels great in here, though. Oh, yeah, it's nice and frosty in here. We have amazing air conditioning. But, uh, yeah, so welcome welcome to summer, everybody. Yes. Yeah. I I don't do outside at this time I, of year. I have made my disdain for summer well known. Yeah. So I'm like two days into summer and I'm just like, when is when is fall? Please, please just... When is fall, really? It's, Let's get philosophical here. When is fall? How do you define a season? <laughs> Very carefully. How can you... How can you contain... Well, it's really... It's really defined by the fucking, like, amount of sun our part of the Earth gets. Yeah, the rotation of the Earth as it moves around the sun. (laughs) Uh, But we're not talking about fall today. We're talking about Christmas, as evinced by the fact that you're (laughs) listening to Christmas Creeps. And this week on the podcast, we have something truly, truly special. 
because it may be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. And was... I got and I got to share it with John and Karen tonight. You didn't just share it with us, you forced it upon us. Yeah, I kinda did. Like we were looking for something bad to watch and I said, I've got it. I know. We... And I said that Christmas shoes sequel is Neil Patrick Harris, and you said no. Yep, I said no. Yeah, here at the B Studio, John and I were getting ready for Joe to come over here, and John's hooking up the the consoles in the living room, and I just got out of the shower all fresh and clean, and then I just felt immediately disgusting again. And then I just dropped a big old steaming turd on you guys. Exactly. Oh, baby. Oh, so uh, if you if you're listening to the show, you know what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about a Christmas story two. Which came out in 2012. Something has survived. <laughs> yes. I came wish out, it didn't. Uh, came out in 2012, four years ago. I saw it when it came, right when it came out. I actually wrote a full review for it. You can find it on the internet if you just search my name, Christmas Story 2. There it is. Uh, I found your DeviantArt. It, it is what it is. <laughs> Let's search Joseph the Hedgehog and see what shows up on DeviantArt. No, we've done that before. We know what happens when you do that. <laughs> Nothing good can come of this. So what time, What part of the year did this movie come out? I want to say it came out in like November. Okay, so it was actually like in the appropriate season. Yeah, like it was It was made for DVD. They, oh, they just, dear. Yeah, they, they, this, 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 this did not come out in theaters. Oh, my God. They would not, they would not you know, grace... A, a silver screen with this mess. No wonder I didn't realize that it had just come out only four years ago. I was like, oh, mid-90s, maybe? It, <laughs> it kind of looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah. But it's too, like, HD for mid-90s, I guess. Yeah, no, yeah. This, this premiered in the Walmart five, $5 bin. It's not HD enough, though. Let's be honest. Some of the backdrops they use in this shit... It, yeah. it would have benefited from worse cameras to, to more hide their bullshit. Yeah, like this movie yeah. needed to look like it was filmed on a on a VHS like Sony or something, like that. <laughs> because it's just just a vague excuse to rip off a Christmas story and cash in on the whole like Christmas story craze. Yeah, because that movie is like has been like the Christmas hotness for years now. Yeah, I mean it's a fucking beloved holiday movie, and as I you know I said when we were watching it, it's. It's kind of a super janky movie, like, when you're watching it. I mean, it's not, like, oh, te- yeah. technically amazing, but that's the charm of it. And it, it's... A Christmas Story is that way because, like, they, they kind of intentionally made it like that. Yeah. They made it to look like you're, it's... Like, they dug it up out of the 40s. Right, yeah, exactly. And they made it in the 80s. So, that, I mean, it's kind of a... That's kind of an achievement unto itself. But, like, the reason people love it is because it is a genuinely... Well-made, well-written, smartly produced movie. Yes. And also the fact that they played it on TV like 6,000 times since then hasn't hurt either. Maybe. What if What if it's like really, really awful and we're just all walking cases of Stockholm Syndrome? That could be true. Now, Gene Shepard is um, unequivocally good, so... That's true. Okay. He... I mean, yeah. The ground that he walks on is worshipped by millions. Okay. I believe. Yeah, like, um, Gene Shepard is one of the few people who can, like, get away with being called a raconteur, and you don't just immediately make a jerk-off motion about it. Right, yeah, like, he's... If it, if it was coming from anybody else, he would say it was corny as fuck, and who would pay attention to this? But he knew how to do it. Yeah. And I actually... I did a little... A tiny bit of research here. Wow. So, let's... Let me just, real quick, just break down 
a, a Christmas story and just so we can build up to a Christmas story too. Okay. okay? So the, the first Christmas story movie is based on a Gene Shepard book called In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. Which I've read like four times. And it's based, it's sort of just a collection of short stories that he's written, right? About, yeah. not exact, explicitly about his childhood, but very much based on his like experiences um, and stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a good comparison. Maybe like how Curb Your Enthusiasm is totally not about Larry David. You know what I mean? Right. But then it kind of... Yeah, sort of is. No, he. What? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, um, no. Sorry, he actually uh, did the narration in the original movie as well. Gene right? Shepard co wrote the script and did the <laughs> yes, narration. Larry, okay. Larry David did the narration. Yes. Yeah, no, no. I thought that the writer did actually narrate the yeah. the original movie. Okay. And um, God, what was I going on with this? Yeah, it's the Christmas story is kind of a combination of like I think four different stories in the book because mm-hmm. the 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 I the I think it's the in the book, the Bumpus Hounds ones is Thanksgiving. The the okay. the, the Scott Farkas isn't in the book. It's just Grover Dill. He's he's the he's the bully. That's a different story. Um, then the thing with the lamp is another completely different story as well. And then the BB gun one is the actual Christmas one. Okay, okay. so it's all of those plots kind of combined together to make the story. But they're all actual stories that Gene Shepard wrote in the book. Right. Yeah. But that that kind of explains why the movie is so episodic because like it just kind of jumps from thing to thing to thing, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's Christmas. Um, but the reason that people love it, one of the reasons is because, like I said, they've been showing it on TV basically constantly every year at Christmas time. I'm pretty sure they do like a 24 or 48 hour marathon of it, like on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like they started doing, like, they started showing it on, on Christmas in, the, in like the late 80s. So, like, right away, it was like, it was yeah. in the mix. Yeah. And then classic. In the mid 90s, that's when TNT and like TBS started doing their 24 hour marathons. Yeah. And, you know, it was one channel would do it, and then when TBS started there, like, oh, very funny promotional crap, that's when they picked up Christmas Story, because that's actually a comedy, and that, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Then they started doing it at the same time. Like, two, the two channels are doing it at the same time. So, multiple channels, you're flipping around. Yeah, because, like, story. because, like, Ted Turner wants to get all of the ratings he can get. <laughs> what if they, like, stagger it so that, like, one movie, like, one starts in the middle of the other one? They They do. Oh, like it's a fight, like row your boat around. Yeah. Oh dear they lord! Do, like oh musical God. rounds of a Christmas story. I want to like line them up, like stack them up, and see what's happening in one movie mm. during the other one. And you I totally don't know. can do that. They do do that. do some like weird, like <laughs> dark side of the wall shit. Here's here's the crazy thing. I I I wiki farmed a lot of this shit that I'm talking about. So don't think like, oh, he must be an expert. Like, no. Well, it's can all I throw out this there. at you, Joe? Does do the Go. does do the words that runs in the family mean anything to your research? Yes. Okay. Yes, it does. I want to throw that in there. I'll get to that in just a a second. The crazy thing about the Christmas Story marathons is it still is getting more and more popular every year. It gets higher and higher ratings every year. Jesus Christ. Like, on Wikipedia only had, like, two years of ratings. 2002, like, the whole marathon, not just, like, one screening. 38 million people watched the whole marathon. Okay. 2008, 54 million people watched it. Jesus. And then they started breaking it down into, like, specific, like, years and, like... You know, the highest rated screening was Christmas Day in night 2015. So it's only getting like more the whole day. Like they haven't broken out like which the is, time slots and stuff. Which is yet. weird because like you'd think less people are having like cable service because people are just going to like fuck it. I'll like, get Netflix and That's Hulu true. or whatever. Although, yeah, you're, 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 you're right. Although, to be fair, we, we just to. To pull back the curtain, I want to pull apart the kimono move here for oh, a second. 
Let the kimono and make some sausage. Yes. Oh, God. That sounds nasty. Um, Johnny Five and I have just recently moved into a new home. and uh, Into Site B. Yeah, yeah, we're, where we are at this moment. And we actually just got cable service for the first time. Um, Basically because it was like $10 with the internet deal we were getting anyway. Right, so, but I'm but saying yeah. that more people might be doing it you know, because of that. Because I was one of those hipster millennials for years. It was like, oh, I don't have TV. Mm. I watch all my TV on Netflix. Oh, yeah. The, the oh, no, I was, more, I was more, I don't have cable because I'm a poor yeah, that that was the real reason. But yeah, like the a la carte streaming thing is starting to look more and more like a scam because like you pay for Netflix and you pay for Hulu and you pay for Amazon and you pay for uh, HBO Go or whatever. Yeah, it's called. yeah, it's what, it, 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 it's you're paying more for all of that than you would be for cable. No. Yeah, because what happens is every single company realizes that hey, we can get Netflix money, but I don't know where the breaking point is between like I don't want to pay for Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and ABC streaming and NBC streaming and FFX FXX and HBO. I don't know where the breaking point is for most people. The breaking point for me is I'm paying for Amazon or for Netflix and Hulu and fuck everyone else. Yeah. Right. Like CBS, like it was a new show on CBS called Brain Dead, which I was kind of into watching mostly because what's her face from Scott Pilgrim's in it. And I'm into that. Um, But like if you. Michael Sarah? Yes. Uh, but if Brie Larson, Mary Winstead. Oh, okay. Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. But unless okay. you watch it live as it airs, you're pretty much SOL because it's not on any streaming sites. Mm-hmm. It's only on CBS's like proprietary streaming service. You have to pay money for. Yeah. Hey, so CBS. All the rest of that shit's what uh, DVR is for. Just mm-hmm. FYI. Hey, CBS. Just a quick little uh, note here, guys. Hey, CBS, how you doing? Um, this is the internet. We'll just pirate shit. Don't make it so fucking hard to get. Oh, it is like soups easy to watch some fucking pirated TV. Yeah, the entire gimmick, like why Netflix is a good idea, is because it's so fucking easy. It's easier to give Netflix nine dollars than it is to find some shit and pirate it. Yeah. When it stops being easier to give Netflix money than to pirate shit, everyone's gonna go right back to pirating everything. Yeah. But it is like mad easy to just like stream, like pirate stream TV online. Yeah. Not that I would know anything about that. No, they wouldn't. Which, but it blows my mind a little bit because, like, why is CBS like the state, the, the channel that is ha, has such a like a vice grip on their their programming? Because like, NCIS and The Big Bang Theory are like the most watched TV shows in fucking history. Oh, that's so, ridiculous. So why are they so protective of those things? Because I don't like, know. only old people are watching CBS. It's true. And those are both, like, such awful fucking shows. I actually have watched and will, like, watch NCIS and like, a, this is so bad that I like it kind of way. Mm-hmm. But fucking Big Bang Theory can, like, die in a fire. That show is fucking yeah. N- NCIS is like, well, CSI is over and I'm literally too ra- lazy to reach for the remote. Mm-hmm. It, Pretty but much. It, it, but it also, it doesn't make me mad enough to go reach for the remote. Like... <laughs> Big Bang Theory is Jeopardy's over, and I'm too lazy to reach the remote. I had a, I was friends with a couple like a while back that um, my uh, like I used to go over to their house and and we would hang out and partake in certain activities, and they would always have NCIS on. <laughs> like the way you tiptoed around. Yes, that. like that was good. yeah, like. I got you. Every fucking time NCIS would be on. So I feel like I kind of Stockholm syndromed onto that show. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you know, sacrifice a lamb to befomment. We know what yeah. activities you're talking about. Um, two, I mean, the, exe- the exception to this is two broke girls will fill me with like pure rage energy and I will get up and destroy the fucking TV. Please don't. I bought that TV. Don't put two broke girls on it then. <laughs> no shit. No, that show is shit. 
Yeah. What the fuck are we even talking about here? Uh, we're trying really Le- hard not Larry to talk David. about. Yeah, we're Larry trying okay. super okay. hard not to talk let, about this movie. Let me get us back on track here. So you were talking about it runs in the family. Yeah. Uh, in God We Trust, all others pay cash. The other stories like the in that book were adapted into In Reds in the Family, correct? Or some of the other stories in that yeah. book. Which, Gene Shepard has other books, like there's uh, Wanda Hickey's Night of Golden Memories and Other Disasters, and there's one other I don't remember, because the last time I read them was like six years ago. I have read these books like multiple times, though, because they're fucking okay. great. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad somebody on this podcast knows about that. Um, so A Christmas Story came out in 1983. It was directed by Bob Clark. Then, in 1988, Di- the Disney Channel made a Gene Shepard story adaptation about the Parker family called Ollie Hot Noodles Haven of Bliss. That was one of the other books, yeah. Yeah. It's never been released on DVD. I've never seen it. It's probably on YouTube if you go look. Did it have the same actors in it? No. Okay. No, it did not. That one, I think, had Jerry O'Connell as Ralphie. Okay. Back back in when he was still like little fat kid, stand by me, Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> okay. Then... Uh, in 1994, It Runs in the Family came out. Bob Clark direct, came back to direct that one. And it had... Um... Wait, no, no, no. Sorry. Ollie Hobnell was the first story in the Wanda Hickey book. It's not, a, it's not another book itself. Okay. All right. Sorry. Fair enough. But It Runs in the Family, which is now apparently called My Summer Story, because they have to really try hard to like tie it into a Christmas story. Okay. But uh, that one is a, a separate film, but it's like a, a an honest-to-God sequel. Like Gene Shepard came back and wrote it and narrated it. And, you know, okay. like they actually tried to make sequels to this movie. And it was the same family, like not the same actors, yeah, but not the same actors, but, but the, the same, same family. family and the same sort of like people producing it at least. Right. So there were like the, the intent and like the genuine, like, let's try to replicate this was there. Yeah. That was in 94. 20 years later, some jack butt out of no fucking where Miss, Miss, no fucking where Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Constant is Wait, right. Jack Butt? Yes. <laughs> You're I, a jack he's, butt. He's, he's not... I don't hate him enough to give him the full benefit of the of the proper swear. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm just... I I'm, like how you say Jack Butt and fucking in the same sentence. That's I'm just favorite. I'm just falling down, falling down a K-hole here, or what's it? A weaky hole, a I guess? A K-hole? Yeah. Whichever one. Um, the dude who directed fucking Christmas Story also did Porky's and Black Christmas. What the fuck? Yes. And Baby Geniuses and Baby Geniuses 2. What? Bob Clark has a wacky fucking filmography. <laughs> he sounds like an interesting dude, to be honest. Uh, yeah, he did. Sa- yeah, sadly, he... he died in a car crash, so we'll never get like oh, the, the final the final word on that, that from him. He also did like the fucking super fudge TV series in the mid-90s. Oh, wow. Dear I didn't Lord. Know that. But then, like I said, some, some jack butt from... What did I say? From fucking Wisconsin. Wisconsin <laughs> comes in and writes a script for Christmas Christmas Story Two, and on the DVD it says it is a direct sequel to a Christmas Story. Because they just gotta cash in for that Christmas gotta Story. Get love. That, you gotta get that Ralphie money. Yeah, you gotta get that Ralphie money. So they got this guy named Brian Levant to direct it, and you may have seen some of this guy's movies. Uh, he directed Problem Child Two. Okay. Uh, Beethoven, like the St. Bernard movie. Like, like the with, first with, Beethoven, not, yeah. a, not a sequel? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he directed the Steven Spielberg-produced Flintstones movie. Okay. And its sequel. Is that the one that had John Goodman in it? Yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't realize that was Steven Spielberg. The first one. The sequel did not. Oh, Jesus. The sequel had Robert Baratheon from Game of Thrones in really? it. Really? Mark Addy? Yeah, as oh my uh, God. Fred Flintstone. Holy shit. 
So Problem Child 2 is a movie that actually exists? Yes, and 3. I could have sworn that like all along Problem Child 2 was like a fever dream from when I was like 6 years old and had like bronchitis for a month or something like that. That's how those things always are though. You think you had a fever dream and watched this thing that totally couldn't exist when you were like very young and then you get older and find out it does and it just blows your mind. That's how I watched Zoolander for the first time. <laughs> I, it could not have possibly existed. And then when I woke up, oh, it sure as hell did. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, then this guy, the rest of this guy's movies aren't really anything spectacular. Snow Dogs, Are We There Yet? Two Scooby-Doo sequels. Uh, and then finally, Christmas Story 2. That's the last thing he directed. Is he dead? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to say sadly no, because that's mean, but no. He, sweet, sweet Ralphie money. He, he yeah. just hasn't directed anything in four fucking years because of that fucking terrible shit bomb of a movie. Turd Nugget Christmas Story 2, which I firmly believe the, like one of the only reasons it exists like in, in this day and age is for people like us to like find it and pay money for it and then... like. Make a podcast about how terrible it is. No, you, you this bought is... this used, correct? No. Oh my god, you didn't? I, I bought it new off of Amazon. It was $4. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's like, at least if you buy it used, they're not going to get that Ralphie money. Yeah. Like, you I mean, know, I like could've... Ed McKay or someone's That's getting it. That's true. I could have streamed it for $3, but then I th- again, my stupid brain thinks, if you pay an extra dollar, you get to keep it. No, you get to have a physical copy, and then you get to foist it on someone else when you're done with it. It gets to live in my house until I evict it. Exactly. Um, So, A Christmas Story 2. It has nothing to do with anything Gene Shepard ever wrote. It is is Nat Malden wrote the script and fucking self. And it... it, Can we change his last name to Maudlin instead? Sure. Okay. Please. So, in the the opening credits, it says it's based on the same book as A Christmas Story, which is bullshit. It's based on the same characters that are in yeah, the book. Yeah, I did notice that. I was like, wait a second, because I, I, I've never read the book and everything. I'm not like super familiar with Gene Shepard like mm-hmm. John is, but um, I was like, is this really based off the same book? Like, this piece of shit? Like, <laughs> No, it's based off of characters, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, A Christmas Story 2 picks up, what, six years after the original? I th- it, it is living in the same universe as Archer, to be honest. Yeah, where where time does not matter. Yeah, because it's like it it seems like the mid early like early forties, but the war totally isn't a thing except Ralphie like thinks about Nazis once. Yeah, they have like a weird time vortex like in their house. I think because yeah, and then, Ralphie ages more yeah, than uh, Randy does. In the first movie, Ralph was eight years old. Yeah, eight or nine, and now he's fifteen. Yeah, and in the first movie, Randy was probably six years old, and now he's eight. Yeah, yeah. So and. So just from the the way Ralphie is aged, you think, okay, so it must be six years later. So like late thirties to mid forties. That's and they're just like, okay, that's the rough timeline of when this is supposed to take place. Yeah, but they don't really ever stick to that or really pay attention to it much. No, because like yeah, like John said, Ralphie has a dream sequence where he dreams about Nazis. Well, and, and that's t- like that. Sorry, go ahead. Gets that like is sort of a signpost of like what time it's supposed to be. But then that could be, that could still be the late thirties. Like, but, but they, no, no, the the whole thing with the allies and the French, you get the idea that like, it's like trying to say that world war two, either America, the either, American entry into world war two, either 
is happening or already is already over. So it's like right. 43 at the earliest, yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I was saying was they're talking about how like prosperous times are and shit. When, you know, when Ralphie's like, hey, hey let's get a new car. Yeah, Families yeah. have two so cars think, now. You think yeah. it's supposed to be the post-war boom? But at the same time, he has a dream about fucking FDR giving him an award. FDR died in like fucking in 44. 44. Yeah, yeah. And then, and yeah, and dad is like, he's all about uh, the, you know, it, it's, you know, a new day for America and everybody's, you know, all prosperous, but he's like a... A super penny pinching like Scrooge. Right. Well, that's what he knows, but you know, yeah, like they talk about how prosperous the times are. So you would ima- you would assume that that means it's post war because that's when the fucking like boom happened right, after right. World War Two. Well, the soldiers came back, and yeah, we see some sailors, you know, walking around. Yeah. in Ohio. So ho- hopefully they're are they back- in Ohio. Yeah, they're like in. Well, oh no, okay, that's they're in like they're Indiana. In, like, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, they're in northern Indiana. Um, and then, Unless we're shipping them out on the, through the Great Lakes. And then Flick is basically dressed like... He's dressed almost like Ducky from Pretty in Pink, except, <laughs> with, a, except with a better fucking sense of patterns and, like, color <laughs> combinations. Yeah, like, he, but he's, he's wearing the same fucking, like, hat and jacket. It's just they look fucking normal, and they're not, like, plaid van ska bullshit. Right, oh, and because it's God. the 40s, the hat looks like it was just bought. Yes. Because yes. he probably did just buy the hat. Oh, my God. So, okay, let's... Here we go. A Christmas Story 2 takes place in the mid-1940s. When or uh, somewhere. Somewhere. You sound like you're like giving a presentation to like your middle school class. Mm-hmm. This is my report is on my a Christmas book, Story 2. This is my book report on Christmas Story 2, based on the novel Christmas Story <laughs> 2. So, Ralph, so now that Ralphie's 15, he wants a car for Christmas. He wants a car and some trim, and that's all he cares about. Yep. yep. Because what do any 15-year-olds care about? I mean, that, that part's pretty accurate, I think. I mean, yeah. To, yeah these, days, these days, I think the kids care more about memes. <laughs> that's true. Well, the kids already have had iPhones since they were, like, seven, so. Likes and faves and memes and Tumblr, you know, Tumblr brags. They already got that shit on the Yeah, they got that down. It's but sick wheels it's, now. Yeah, it's the 40s, and Ralphie, want, he really wants like a, a new this fancy used convertible that he sees on a used car lot. Also, he wants to he wants to bone down with this girl in his like marching band, whose name is Drusilla. Some unfortunate Dr- last name, Drusilla Gertude. And I'm not yeah. Gutrid. I think it was Gutrid. Gutrid. Yeah. yeah. She she is Polish as hell. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. And. It, almost to the point of it, that being the joke, and I get like Polak jokes are a thing. Wasn't well, like everyone in that part of the country like either super Polish or like super German? Yeah, that was kind of like the yeah. I mean, I mean, like well, you, not everybody obviously, but that that's like where a lot of the fucking well, I mean, like yeah, I mean, you know, like the, the like the racial slur bohunk. Yeah, that was kind of like based in Chicago. That's like a racial slur. It's yeah. for the Hungarians, Bohemians. Like that's what it is. Yeah. Huh. I always just thought it was a, a word that described dudes. <laughs> Because really the only time that. you ever heard it is 16 fucking candles, right? It's okay. We're white and incredibly yeah. ignorant because I accidentally called a black person a monkey one time. Wowzers. <laughs> when, was, when was that? <laughs> when I was like 18. Welcome to Trump's Dude America. Dude was literally fucking like swinging around on some tree branches and shit. It was a friend of mine. And I was like, what are you like a fucking monkey? <laughs> he had no one to blame but himself. <laughs> and he was like, what did you just call me? Sweet Jesus. All right. Oh, dear. Oh. So Ralphie wants this car really bad. <laughs> and he, what, he tries to get in, he, he tries to get in the car and, like, yeah, test he, it out. Yeah, he, he, and well, yeah, he's he sees this car in a garage, and he's like, oh, this car's hiding in the garage, it's all dirt, dirty and nasty, but I know what a great car it is. 
he takes Flick and Schwartz to go see it. By that time, the dude at the car lot has cleaned it up and is like putting it out on a, on a display rack. You know, like mm-hmm. you know when you go to like the car dealership and you see the fucking like SUVs that they're all like halfway up a pile of rocks. Right. Yeah. That minus the fake rocks in front of it, it's just like a, a like a diagonal catty corner stand where you put a car up on it. Yeah. Right. He decides to climb up in it to like you know have one last sit behind the back behind the front seat, but like behind the wheel before he's like you know bye bye car. Someone's gonna buy you now, and the owner comes out and he like panics and jumps in the back seat to hide manages to catch his his pant leg yeah. on the parking brake so he takes his pants off as the car is rolling backwards slowly takes through an his intersection pants off to well, fix you, the problem yeah yeah the part is that he catches it on the parking brake and it disengages and so the yeah. fucking car starts rolling and yeah. and the car hits a, a light pole a, a, a plastic reindeer falls off the top of the yeah, light the pole. car like de- like taps into a light pole and then a plastic reindeer falls off and destroys like the convertible top on yeah. it so now ralphie is in deep shit with the used car owner dealer For and 85 dollars 85 dollars which in 1940s money I, I assume is a lot of money probably a couple hundred i would say yeah, yeah. and so it's Ralphie's quest to make that money so that he can pay back the car dealer and not go to jail. Where let's let's, let's talk about Ralphie's family real quick, though. Okay, um, <clears throat> Ralphie is he looks kind of like Zach Morris. We he, we decided, yeah, I yeah. decided he looks totally like Zach and Morris with glasses. And the announcer or the narrator, he looks like Zach Morris trying to be Screech. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the like the narrator for the movie, he's trying to do the the Gene Shepherd voice. Yeah. All he's doing is sounding like a pitch-shifted Paul Lind, basically. Yeah. Like, yes. he has a pretty deep voice, but he's super fucking manic at the same time. The, be- the beautiful car and the lot them- that I'm going to go look at, and I, I miss it every day. Like, that, that kind of horse shit. No, I'm just thinking of Patton Oswalt, like, like accidentally... the bracelet, that type of voice? No, like, yeah. accidentally, like, fucking, like, slipping into that, that video we love, the Christmas shoes video. Oh, yeah. He's like, Paul Lind, everyone, you know. He like accidentally like sorry I know that's that's awful he that's... he accidentally like slips into an impersonation that sounds like that though yeah he's an impression of God he's like God is like a catty gator oh yeah. yeah yeah but um so then Ralph's mother is kind of about the same as she Mom's was before pretty much the same like she's I hate to like rag on the actress here because she's not really doing anything wrong it's just. They they got someone who looks like M- Melinda Dillon from like fifty yards away. The hair was different though. Well, yeah. The mom in the original movie had like super like Fri- like frizzy curly oh, hair. Oh yeah, real frizzy hair. And this mom has like you know like the the kind of stereotypical forties like housewife hair where it's like clipped back on the sides mm-hmm. and you know and it's like short and straight and like kind of flipped yeah, under. She is like a magazine mom. Yeah. Yeah, and then Randy who we've established has not aged. Randy is a, a, either a, a timeless immortal or trapped in a time vortex of his own doing. There is a time vortex in that goddamn house, and I'm not sure if Ralphie or Randy is stuck in it, but one of them is. Randy is stuck in it. Ralphie okay. is Everybody a, else is, is aging normally. Yeah, okay. Randy is obsessed with Buck Rogers. Though. Yeah, which, okay, fine. Yeah, all, all out. And then this horrible sound comes from the basement, and we've heard this sound before if you've ever seen A Christmas Story. Uh, it's it's Dad. Daniel Stern. It, well, all right. Daniel it's, Stern it's comes up the basement no. and he's like, "Harry, I reached the top." No, he's he's downstairs doing his best, like Bill Cosby impersonation. Yeah, razzle, <laughs> razzle, like I'm gonna smash the furnace with my pipe, and then it's going to be out cold, and you know what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> 
so bad. You heard it here first, folks. Daniel Stern stuck his dick in the furnace. Oh, God. So Damn. Yeah, so yeah, Dad comes up the stairs and opens the door, and holy shit, it's Marv from Home Alone. Shit. Which isn't disconcerting at all. Daniel Stern's playing the old man. You know what? So I didn't know who Daniel Stern was, even though like all throughout this, I knew that you guys were totally like, oh my God, it's Daniel Stern. I was like, I don't fucking know who this is. But now that you say that, it 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 upsets me even more because I would like to say that, I would like to also point out that throughout this movie, they're using sound alike kind of music for the, the, oh, yeah. the orchestral soundtrack. Um, in the background, a lot of it sounds, some of it sounds like fucking like Nutcracker. Yeah, there was one that sounded like the Russian dance from Nutcracker. And it's like, come on, Warner Brothers, could you not find a fucking recording you guys made of that, yeah. old, that fucking public domain song? Right, yeah. Yeah, like there, well, there were multiple things. There was, you know, there was some stuff that sounded like some like sounded like Glenn Miller shit. Um, the whole soundtrack sounds like it was done by one dude on a keyboard at four in the morning. Yeah, but so now that you say that, because Joe and I were like, that they use that in Home Alone, right? Like the yeah. Russian dance. And um, ha- seeing that Daniel Stern was also in Home Alone, I don't know. It's it's a, it's weird. And I remember that bothering me at the time because, like, if you're trying to if you're trying to set make this like as close to a Christmas story as you can. Why would you cast somebody from the other most popular Christmas movie ever made? Yeah, why would you it? why would you put Clark Griswold in your movie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why would you put fucking uh You know what? That... Why would you put Randy Quaid in the movie? Oh god. <laughs> Dude. Randy Quaid is the furnace. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotta empty out a shit tank. Alright, so You know what? If Dennis Quaid had played the dad and he was fighting Randy Quaid as the furnace, that would have been amazing. Oh my god. God, dude, Randy Quaid probably could have made this movie at least like a fun train wreck to watch. Oh yeah, since he is such a train wreck himself. Okay, so so Daniel Stern's in this movie playing the dad. Daniel Stern was the narrator in Wonder Years. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit, I didn't realize which, that. The one, the which one show that completely stole that gimmick from a, the original Christmas Story. Yeah. yeah. So it all comes full circle. Yeah, this is a lot of fucking layers. I did not. And realize then also as. As far as I can tell, like, I don't want to say Doug stole his entire presence from Christmas Story because it didn't, but, like, it feels like this movie steals, like, the idea of, like, its main character being, like, a schizophrenic having, like, fugue states where he acts out his fantasies yeah. from Doug. Well, like, in, in the first Christmas Story, Ralphie has his little dream sequences, and they're just like, okay, like, he's looking off into the distance, and then, like, they do the, the right. Yeah, thing. Yeah, and, 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 and the... And but when they do that, you know the like fucking it's, it's a little like softer, like the focus. Yeah, is it's, yeah. it's totally it's totally like a daydream sequence like yeah, filter. It's, it's very like you, you can tell like it's like glossy and like oh obviously it's like a daydream. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is like fucking Family Guy cutaway gags. Though. Yeah, they, this has been filtered through. <laughs> Maybe that's where it came from, Family yeah. Guy. Oh yeah, like this is this movie's version of that has been filtered through. Yeah, Doug and the and Family Guy and like the whole set. It's just a, it's just a straight comedy. cutaway to it. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like oh, Ralphie is a Nazi killer now, and his <laughs> and his dad is playing is is in Dale Stern is playing the Nazi. That's not right. Um, that's not that's, suggested. That's kind of Oedipal. And the Polish girl he's rescuing is now French. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> Daniel Stern is the dad. Is I mean, he's fine, but he just he has this thing now where he says like. He speaks entirely in like bland metaphors that don't mean anything. Oh yeah, he, he's a cliche machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think which, he was he he was described as such, right? Yeah, yeah. Which the like the original dad wasn't. No, the original dad wasn't like a huge spendthrift, but he was kind of 
wilier about spending money, but this one is just well. Like, it also made sense for the dad to be a, like a like a spendthrift means like spending a lot of things, though, doesn't it? No, thrift is in is in, uh, in the word. Me, no, I'm not. No, I'm, <laughs> actually, I'm literally actually not sure. Like, I think this is backwards for some damn reason. Well, either way, the original dad. I mean, he was frugal, but like he. In, it was I mean, it was in the depression. He had a fucking yeah. reason. Yeah, he had a reason to, but like I guess I guess yeah. Some, what the hell? A spendthrift. A person who spends money in an extravagant, irresponsible way. That doesn't make any sense. I don't fucking. How know. the fuck am I wrong about that? Well, it's like two opposite words like glom together. That's bullshit. The English language is so fucking stupid. It really is. The word derives from an obsolete sense of the word thrift to mean prosperity rather than frugality, so that a spendthrift is one who has spent their prosperity. Oh, okay. That's dumb. Fuck I have English a so lot much. of fucking like, respect for anyone who learns English as a second language. Like, I swear to God. Oh, yeah. Our language is stupid as hell. All right, but anyway, uh, so the family's whatever. Yeah, they are just really like hitting like... It, it oh. almost feels like they're just hitting notes from the first one. Yes. Because yes. Daniel Stern yells about clinkers just because the dad yells clinker once in the first uh-huh. movie. Uh-huh. And just shit like that. It's, it's also, a lot of force. Also, here's the thing. The BB gun was, no, was nowhere to be seen. What the hell? He's too yeah. old for such childish things now. He probably has a real gun now. He probably. He's 16. He's almost 16. He's probably got a real, like, Colt 45. They should at least have Randy should at least have the BB gun now or something, though. Oh, well, maybe. But this isn't Randy's story. Who gives a shit about Randy? Yeah, this is like some weird like World War Two shit. He's yeah, you're right. He's probably got a fucking gun under his pillow. He's like ready to like kill some Nazis. Yeah, I mean, you you never know when the communists are going to invade. Yeah, well that's that's after. Well, that's after the war. Still, you never know when those Japs are going to show up. Oh God, this is the right time for that. I think. Well, can't be racist again. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> So to raise money to yeah, keep Ralphie out of jail, <clears throat> I am trying to write this ship. To raise money to keep Ralphie out of jail, Ralphie somehow shanghai's Flick and Schwartz into getting jobs with him at Hickey's. because they were with him. Therefore, they are partially responsible. Yeah, because for they're, it. they're they're accomplices, com- complicit in the crime. Yeah, yeah. Which so, okay, they they try to pull their money together. They get like. 35 bucks almost. Yeah, and then they're like, oh no, we need 85 bucks. Like, no, you need 50 bucks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, this isn't this isn't like Kickstarter where if you don't get if you don't make your amount, yeah, this is flex fun. We're on Indiegogo. Yeah. Maybe they're like, well, you know, we we didn't come near it, so we just need to raise the whole thing so we don't have to use our money on this shit. Yeah, Flick is only like is only $2 complicit here. Yes. That's right. All he has is like a roll of nickels. So they get a job at Higby's initially also, as... Also, sorry, I just want to point out that, like, after watching Christmas Story and watching Christmas Story 2, the kid you think is Flick and the kid you think is Schwartz and the second one is backwards. The kind of chubby kid is Schwartz and the and the thin asshole kid is Flick. That is fucking backwards. That is really weird. That is, cause, but, like, the one wearing that hat you would think would be... Schwartz. Schwartz, but it's Flick. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh... Wait no, Ralph. Who was it that got? No, 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 no. Who got their tongue stuck to the pole? That was Flick in both. Flick in both. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, by I the was, way, that's coming. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say who. Which one was that? Like, was that consistent? Okay. Yeah, it, it, that, they at least got that right. Okay. Uh, but um, so yeah, they get jobs at Higby's initially as gift wrappers, and one of them's very good at it. The other two are very bad, mostly because like all of they have a rush on gift wrapping. Yeah, Ralphie's really good at it. Yeah. Ralphie does a lot, like during these scenes, even though things are like falling apart all around him and he ends up fucking up too, he does a very, like he does a very good job of actually like 
doing well when he's allowed to. Yeah, he, 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 he at least gives a shit about he easily, his job. He easily gets overwhelmed is the thing. And yeah, but he's very charming and is yeah. like good at stuff. Except he, except in the one scene where he happens across a mannequin wearing a bra and decides that that's a good time to practice taking bras off of And mannequins. that's when he just, yeah, he's just like a 15-year-old boy. And, he, and like the whole montage of them like being shitty at their jobs involves him like fumbling with this bra only to, yeah. just only to realize that, oh shit, I'm in the front window and everybody's looking at me. Yeah, they're all like looking, faces pressed against the glass laughing at him. Unfortunately, Drusilla was not there to see his uh, skills with a brassiere. Well, he ripped the fucking dummy's arms off, so I'm glad she wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, he fucking did that and like cut her in half at the waist. Can we skip ahead to the end of the movie real quick? Because okay. who gets the bra at the end of the film? The dad. The dad gets it. Yeah, and he's like holding it off in front of his chest, like you know, like being silly. Maybe that's the dad's job. He works for the FBI. He's J. Edgar Hoover. Yes. Shit. It all makes sense now. Oh my god! It's a secret J. Edgar Hoover story. <laughs> it sounds like a Lifetime movie. Oh Christ! The secret story of J. Edgar Hoover, or maybe like a fucking History Channel special. God, speaking of Lifetime movies, uh, since we have cable, we have the unfortunate side effect of seeing fucking commercials for shit now. And apparently, James Franco and Tori Spelling are. Making a use the term very loosely here remake of Mother Mass was it Mother Mass Sleep with Danger? Yes. Where now instead of being about her boyfriend's a murderer, it's now her girlfriend's a lesbian vampire. Well, Tori Spelling's the mom in this one. Yeah. But yeah. Wow, that was a weird uh, turn that just you just took there. It's but it's like this is the thing James Franco now that he has like James Franco money mm-hmm. gets to be just the fucking weirdo he's always been, and so he's just doing weird ass shit now because like, he can. Oh yeah, he's got like. I mean, I don't fucking, I don't fault him for it at all. I think it's kind of awesome. But I mean, thanks to Spider Man, James Franco could like he went to like four film schools, <clears throat> and now he just like spends his time like making Cormac McCarthy movies. And yeah, stuff. pretty much. I'm like fucking you do you dude you yeah, fucking made a bunch just of money. Shows up for nine minutes in a fucking Seth Rogen movie and gets like four million dollars yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. I think, like, the most legitimate thing he's done in the last, like, five years was that Stephen King series. We need to finish that. We haven't yeah, finished we it. But uh, any, anyway, so, Ra- yeah, Ralphie shows himself in Higby's as, as being, like, halfway competent. Yes. But they, keep getting, they keep getting shuffled around between jobs because they... Because his friends are fucking yeah, they, spectacular. Oh, yeah, yeah they, they get behind at the film counter. They... What happens at the... Uh, one one of the kids they get like, into, they get into the they get sent to the mail room eventually yeah where, where Flick gets his tongue stuck in the fucking pneumatic Cause, tube because Flick looks at the pneumatic tube and he, his first thought is not I'm gonna stick my dick in this his th- first thought is I'm gonna stick my tongue in this his first thought is history can't possibly repeat itself <laughs> why the fuck would he stick his tongue in that I don't like. Your, oh, fir- your, all... fir- your first impulse is correct. Put your hand out and go, oh, hey, that works. Right. It's like, it's and like then your second you... impulse is, now my dick's going in there. Right. It's like when you use a fucking vacuum cleaner the first time. It's like, oh, hey, that, yeah. Yeah. There's suction there. <laughs> Why the fuck would you? Not to mention, like, beside the fact that it's, like, sucking in, like, air all the time, that it's probably, like, nasty because fucking hands and paper have been like brushing all against it for ages there's probably some bugs in there too yeah it's probably like super dirty then he puts his mouth in it not on it 
in it. That's right. It was like lips and everything. This horrifying look, like uh, prosthetic mouth in the tube. <laughs> the tongue yes. like, like, looks like some fucking Jar Jar Binks bullshit. It, yeah, like, it looked like some like cartoon shit where like someone like pulls on like I don't know like fucking Daffy Duck's like bill or something and like stretches it out. But it literally just cuts to the next scene. And no, he's the, fine. Yeah, and then they the uh, manager comes in. And he's like, the elves had a strike, so you guys are all elves now. Right, and That's they go right. out there, and Santa is an asshole because so, yeah, Santa, yeah, yeah. No, go ahead, yeah. So yes, Santa's an asshole, but like they're the elves now. Where in, in the original Christmas story, the elves were like terrifying asshole people. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, and so and so they get to be the terrifying asshole people now, right? But Ralphie's being like really nice to the kids because Santa's like, being such a jerk. Yeah, and then fucking goddamn. Uh, Tiny Tim shows up just about. Pretty much. Yeah, and asks Santa for a, a, a wee a tire. A car tire, a yeah. A car tire. Yeah. And Santa doesn't get it, and Ralphie's just like, oh. Ralphie's like, the kid looks the kid looks like Oliver Twist. Santa, don't you fucking get it? Right. He's like, have a little bit, bit of compassion, you shitty old man. And fades <laughs> after this kid. Yes. Yeah, and Flick and Schwartz start fighting over whether they should listen to Santa and get fucking paid or listen to Ralphie because Ralphie's right. And they start a candy cane fight. And then in the middle of that, Ralphie starts like beseeching the crowd of people to like not listen to this Santa because he's the false Santa. He's like, <laughs> he's, he's the a, false he's prophet. He's Santa. And, and, uh, He's, he's the false Christmas prophet. <laughs> yes. And the Santa's just like, whatever, fuck you guys, and he gets up and leaves. Pretty much. That's when they throw Ralphie out on the street. And then everything starts going to hell. Yeah. Because, like, the dad is pissed off at the mom for some reason. Yeah, they, they, well, what's happening is they go to the store to eat Christmas turkey, and it's like 40 cents a pound, and the dad oh, refuses right. to pay that. How much, okay, how big is a turkey, like? regular sized turkey oh. like 20 pounds yeah is yeah, that about the, right because the, the dad is gonna the, what it for the idea i get is that it, the turkey is three dollars more than they think it should be is what they're complaining about yeah okay. so like 40 cents a pound if it's 20 dollars it's or or 20, 20 pounds, pounds it's uh oh you guys okay that would be like eight no hold on a second this is bad. If it's ten pounds, it'd be four dollars. So if it's twenty pounds, it's eight dollars. It's, it's an eight dollar turkey. Yeah. What do you think? He thinks it'd be a five dollar turkey, which is if it was twenty five cents a pound. So right. But he's just being a real jerk about it in public. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "But that's ours," and he's like, "It was ours, but I'm not buying this. Yeah, it's then, somebody then, else's." Yeah. Now. Then he sees fish in the store, so his idea is to go ice fishing instead. Now, I don't. Okay, so I don't like this turn because it in the first movie. The dad is has, the dad had basically has two traits. He's a he's he's very thrifty with his money. He loves. He's a tur- he like loses oh his shit over some turkey. God, he's like ready to fucking strangle the Bumpus's dog. And somehow he let in this one. In this one, he lets one override the other. Yeah, that bugged me too. That's like the no fucking way. the turkey is your jam, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it would be more in character for him to sit there haggling for, like, hours with about the turkey price with the dude, even though the dude's like, no, we're a store. We don't haggle, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw in three cans of potatoes, I guess. <laughs> you have some candied yams. Because, I mean, like I said, in the first movie, it makes thematic sense for the, the dad to be thrifty because right. it's the depression. That's how people in the depression were. And like, also because he's, like, dealing with, like, people who try to, who actively try to scam you out of money, like, at Christmas tree lots and shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's his deal. Yeah, like, if, here, it's yeah, like, like if you want to think about why your grandparents have so much fucking money, it's because they never got to have spent it. Right. But here, like, he's going to a grocery store and, like, being a dick about, like, prices. Yeah. And, 
it just doesn't it just doesn't work it it's it, it doesn't it, uh, it was like weird and like mean and i didn't like it's it it's very mean spirited yeah, yeah it was just kind of gross and then his response to that is well we're going to have fish for christmas dinner so he goes ice right. fishing for it and he can't fish i know and then at this point i was like oh my god is like a tragedy going to happen to this family well kind of <laughs> because what happens they he buys a new furnace and spends like 180 bucks on a new on a new used furnace yeah like a 9 year old furnace literally the like the moment he announces it randy breaks a tooth on like a fucking candy bar yeah it it must have been like frozen or something i guess yeah but then so then randy has to go to the dentist but it, that, but Randy going to the dentist is not played as like, oh, we have to spend more money on a dental thing. It's it's, it's a joke about the dentist as a Nazi. It's a joke about the dentist as a Nazi, and Randy would Randy would rather go ice fishing than go, go to ice the fishing than go to the dentist. Yeah, to even too. though he hated going ice fishing like the previous day. Yeah, so like the movie can't even like commit to like jokes and setups like that. Right. It's just like, oh, uh, money. Uh, okay, like crack tooth Nazi. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> so then you start thinking the dad's just fucking flush with cash, but he just doesn't want to spend any of it. And then, you, and then you see mom like secretly like sneaking quarters and putting them into her yeah, like she rainy has, day fund. She has like at least two different rainy day jars because she has the tin mm-hmm. of like actual cash and then she has like the decoy jar of pennies. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in the cabinet above her, her clothes washer. Yeah. And so when money falls out of pants and stuff or when it's left in there, she just like. Sneaks it up there. You One know. of them is the rainy day fund. The other is like the wild turkey fund. Wild turkey? They're going to get drunk let's, for Christmas? Let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's the cooking sherry fund. Oh, my yeah, God. You're right. You're right. But, uh, yeah, so so mom mom has, like, secret money, and Ralphie's trying to get money, and Randy and Dad keep spending money by accident. Yes. Dad keeps spending money by accident, and he's, like, the biggest, like, miser in the movie. That's... That's kind of well. It's no. It's sad. like he, no. It's he's, kind of. It's kind of like old people are now though. They're it's like they don't want to spend money, but then there's like all this shit, especially on like fucking TV channels that a lot of old people watch. You'll see like like infomercials oh, yeah. for like dumb shit, and you know that like someone's grandparents or or now getting their parents have bought it because they're like, but this is such a good deal. Yeah, you it's know? like it doesn't matter how much he's spending; it matters how much he's saving. Yeah. Right. So if it, if it, if he spends a thousand dollars on, it, as long as it's regular five thousand, he doesn't care because he just saved four thousand dollars. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, I mean that that's the thing that like our parents and shit are doing now. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, like in this generation. So, but it, it just struck me as really sad because like <clears throat> throughout the whole movie, Dad is is so hell bent on saving money, and he just winds up spending more and more money. And by the but by the end of it, he doesn't care. Yeah. Even like let's just skip ahead right to the end of the movie. Right. Um. Ralphie tries to give back the la- like the money to the car dealer. Yeah, he, he finally like scrapes together enough money <laughs> by stealing Flick's lucky dollar, which apparently was unlucky. I, that's the implication there. Like okay. he got it like when all this like shitty stuff started happening because mm-hmm. he got it like the second night of Hanukkah. He said, "Yeah," and that and they're like, an "What year?" Scene. And he's like, "Last Tuesday," or you know, some shit like that. And then they like fucking take his pants off. <laughs> they start wrestling they, him. They, they pants him, pants. and then Ralphie like holds the dollar up, the dollar coin up, like it's the fucking one ring, and he's gone yeah. or something. <laughs> but then he takes the money. He's on his way to pay the money back, and he sees the poor kid and his dad, and little tiny Tim little tiny and family, Tim, the, the and realizes that they want that they need a car tire for their car because that's where they live. 
or Aww, something. Poor Cratchit family. So he takes the whole family out to Chinese dinner at the Chop Suey Palace from the first movie. Why not? And then he sneaks something in at home, and you can kind of put two together what it is because there was very blatantly the fucking leg lamp in the window of a pawn shop. Yeah. yeah. Right before this scene. By. Yeah. Yeah. And so he takes the remainder of that money, which is like 30-some bucks, to the mm-hmm. car dealer, gives it to him, and the guy's like, you know what, kid? You got moxie, and that's all I wanted. Right. Yeah, he's, like, yeah he's, but, he's like, yeah, whatever. You fucking tried, which is more than most kids would do. Yeah. So, But while he right. was making his excuses, he was sounding like his dad, which I, was kind of funny, because he's talking about how he took the family out, and, and, and they wanted to order a la carte, even though the family special <laughs> saves so much money. You know? So, yeah. So he gave. Oh, we forgot one time. He after they get fired, he goes back to the store yeah. to try to be uh, to like. He's like, you know, give me one job. I ditched my loser friends. And let me have one more chance. And the guy's like, fine. Put this reindeer suit on and go jump around outside. Yeah, and, and he, he's... yeah, he 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 manages to get in like a jingle fight with the Salvation Army guy. Yeah, and <laughs> he jingles so hard that the Salvation Army guy can't keep up, and like the. The, the bell, the, the clapper, like falls the out thing of the bell. Falls out of his belt, and it's the saddest thing because he starts like shaking the bell and just going ding. Yeah, ding, he just says ding, 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 like, with this like defeated look on his face. It is really weird. But then Ralphie knocks over his bin, so he, then he's running around picking up all the money, and then some random dude who looks like he. Well, he looks like he just robbed a bank. Yeah, I about to say he looks like he he looks like he was just lucky enough not to be at the building of the day of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, pretty much. <laughs> well, honestly, he looks like he just came out of like a fucking steel mill or something. Like, yeah. He looks like, like he, a fucking like blue collar like yeah, dude. He, he from picks that time the, the fiver up off the ground and takes walks it off or walks off with it. And Rafi's yeah. like, "Hey, wait a minute, bring that back." And they have a back and forth. Yeah, there's like you call me a liar, and Rafi's like. Yeah, I guess I am. And yeah, because I just fucking saw you pick that money up and stick it in your pocket, you so he dumb shit. Punches Ralphie in the stomach and like takes the five dollar bill and like breaks it over his his antlers, basically. Yeah, he like yeah. shoves it on the and then tip all of like the just a bunch of people he knows, like Drusilla and her jock boyfriend, and all the, and like a bunch of random people are there. Mm-hmm. That like they're literally actually there. They were walking down the street at the time and saw it happen. Yeah, yeah. And, her, and her dude is just like standing over Ralphie and pointing and, and laughing. laughing. And that and she he, like rolls her eyes like, and oh, walks oh, him oh, off. Fuck this guy. And uh, but then Ralph, then you see Ralphie in Higby's like stamping documents, mm-hmm. and he's just like life is meaningless, everything is hopeless, never have dreams. This is yeah. like some weird like papers please shit, like some like yeah f- fucking like weird socialist bureaucracy thing. <laughs> It's like so, it, so Christmas Story Two is like starting to take a hard stance on like never follow your dreams. Yes, even if that dream is making a sequel to Christmas Story. Maybe they should have taken that fucking advice. Good God! But um, oh, so the so Ralphie <clears throat> pays the remainder of this money to the car dealer, and the guy's like, you know what? I just sold the car to a guy today, and let me tell you. I took him for a ride. Oh like my he, I, God. I, you know, he basically says that he swindled the guy out of, out of everything he had. Right. Turns out it was Ralphie's dad. Because Which uh, you kind of see that coming from the way this fucking movie's going. Well, yeah. 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 But but back to what I was getting at, like his dad is just spending more and more money, and then at the end you realize like he got really fucking swindled out of buying this car. Yeah. And that so is like, kind of fucked up. It's like the last like gut punch of the film is that Ralphie's dad spent way too much money for a car. Yeah, and bought him his like fucking dream clunker car. But in return, Ralphie bought his dad the leg lamp, a new leg lamp. Yeah, so there is that. So you know, it's, you know, ups and downs. You know, life is 
Life is about compromise. Mm-hmm. And the movie ends with Ralphie like driving because Drus- Drusilla walks she, by. She shows yeah. up and like gives him a fruit cake that she made and talks to him. And you find out that she dumped her like jock boyfriend because actually she's like super nice and thinks Ralphie is you know the bee's knees or something. Yeah, gee whiz. Yeah. And... Well, she she thinks he basically has balls for standing up to like liter- a literal obvious murder right. about five fucking dollars while he's dressed. He as stood a up to radius. a bully, and she's like, "Hey, that's cool. You're a cool. You're not, a cool dude." Not many people would stand up to Lex Luthor, Ralphie, <laughs> except for <laughs> Superman. Maybe what if he's fucking Clark Kent? Superboy Ralphie Parker. I mean, he has such blonde hair in this movie, but mm. it looks like it's dyed, like he's got dark roots. So yeah. what if he really is Clark Kent? Well, it is the Midwest. It is the 40s. Oh, dear. This is, yeah, so this this is really the story of, of Superman, how how he gets his moral compass. Yeah, so this is like young Kal-El. He has mm. no fucking clue. His parents are being, yeah, they're not telling him. I want to see a okay. I want to see a cut of this film now that edits in sequences from Man of Steel. Okay. Where like all of the young Clark childhood stuff is just replaced with stuff from a Christmas story. Okay. A Christmas story two specifically. All right. And it turns out that like the that's the reason he's super pissed off in Man of Steel. Yeah, I can fucking dig that. Oh man. I got an even better one. What if we took Batman and put the Christmas story scenes in it and we realized the reason Batman won't use guns is because he shot his eye out when he was a kid. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Shoot your eye out, kid. Oh dear God. He didn't even shoot his eye out. And the Joker was sh- and the Joker was Santa. You'll shut your eye out, bats. <laughs> he didn't even shoot his eye out, though. He fucking shot an ice sickle. Yeah, hit him in the glasses, though. No, yeah, no, he claimed but... he claimed no. He shot a BB at a metal sign that reflected and smacked him in the face, and then he lied oh, about it. Okay. Yeah, and he lied about the icicle. That's that's right. That's right. Because oh. it didn't even break his glasses; it knocked his glasses off his face, and he stepped on them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. That was quite the lie he told. It really was. Poor Ralphie. Um, I. Speaking of what, I actually absolutely love that scene in Christmas Story where he's like, his mom is like first aiding him and he just looks at the camera and he's like, he's like, yeah, I got a one over on her. <laughs> I did it. Like, it's like a real Ferris it's, it's, Bueller moment. Yeah, it's totally, it's totally breaking the f- fourth fucking wall. He just mugs to the camera like, yeah, she bought it. Yeah. I fucking love the mom so much more in the original Christmas Story. Yeah. So. She's kind of awesome. I do and don't hate this movie as much as you guys do, I think. Wow. Um, but because, like, you guys absolutely, like, hate it. But I, I'm like, I kind of see where there would be a good... You could totally make a Christmas, a Christmas Story sequel, especially about Ralph being in his teens. Because that's what the other Gene Shepard books are about. Right. Like, Teenage Ralph. But they just did such a fucking bad job at it that it makes me mad. Because it's like, now you've poisoned the well for making a good well, fucking Well, yeah, that's Ralph why Parker I hate movie. it. Because it sucks. I know, but, like, I... I mean, it could have been good. Yeah, but I'm I'm like more mad I'm like more mad about it that it could have been good basically is yeah. what I'm getting at. Cuz I mean, like I I and I I told you guys when we first started watching the movie, especially like in the scene where they introduced his mom cuz she did this like the worst at that point was everyone was just like overacting so hard like they were acting in a, a fucking show for two-year-olds or something yeah it's like the, when you want to just like really overact your emotions so someone will get yeah, it like like it's a stage play almost. like it's right. fucking mother goose club <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i've watched a ton of mother goose goose club with my like two-year-old niece and, and and it's like that like when they're trying to like act like super chipper so the kids like kind of understand mm. and pick up on that stuff 
that's kind of how this movie was. Like, it, it kind of a little bit tapered off at the end where they kind of fell into a groove of actually making a goddamn movie, but they still... It it was too little too late at yeah. that point. Yeah, they couldn't save it. And it was just, just, like, just the compounded terribleness of, you know, Randy still just being a weird little kid, which is not really that bad. It's just kind of like... We don't know what to do with Randy. Yeah he's, yeah, he's at least not a whiny little kid anymore, though. Well, and that right. kind of sucks, too, because they did just sort of do that to him. Like, they didn't age him up and not, like, the right amount. And basically, he's just like, oh, there's this other kid that's just, like, the afterthought of the family. Like, he's not even really that much of, like, his own person. There's just this other child living in the house. Right. Are they just kind of, like, this? they're like, we got to put him in there because that's part of the fucking movie. Like, the original yeah. one. But, but like, they, he's not even, like, really a person in the movie. He's yeah. just, like, a fucking weird little like plot device but they, you know they, some they take all the characters and they turn them into like basically parodies of what what we how we remember them from the other movie yeah so like everything is super heightened and everything is just a little off and not quite right but then you it's the fact i can't get over the fact that daniel stern is in this fucking movie guys maybe they were all shapeshifters also, Daniel Stern is the only name in this movie we fucking heard of, too. Yeah, like, no. Like, I, I looked up some of these people. Like, this, the guy that plays the Santa Claus has been in real movies. Like, he's in Watchmen uh-huh. and, like, the new oh, Godzilla. Wow. But, like, not as main characters. He's just he's just kind of in the background in the yeah. movie. Not even Ralphie, I don't think. This is The kid who plays Ralphie in this is, this is, like, his big movie. Yeah. Which is, good God, that's depressing. I have that to look rough. Now. I have to look now because I, mean, I need to know. at the very know. least, he could be fucking pulling in some fucking, like, Save by the Bell money and... Like, you know, get some. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon's all about that fucking Save by the Bell reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking do like a Save by the Bell remake and cast that kid in it. He looks like Zach Morris, like, seriously. Yeah, he does. Like, if they ever did, like, the new, new class. Yeah. And you, Umlaut class. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his hair was, like, yellow blonde, like, fucking Mark Paul Gosselaar's was in fucking Save by the Bell. He had it in the exact same hairstyle. Mm -hmm. Like, it was ridiculous. Brayden LeMasters. What else has he been in? Nothing. Oh, he's in eleven twenty two sixty three. Really? <laughs> yeah. Who's he playing that? He plays Mike Coslaw. Oh, and... he's one of the kids um, in Jody. One of the Jody High School kids. Oh, okay. He's he's in NCIS. Believe huh. it or not. So you know, some... everyone's in shows like that. Everyone, though. yeah, that's yeah. true. He's in he's in one episode of like a bunch of CBS shows. Yeah, like, so that makes sense. Fucking police procedurals and shit like that. Like everybody's been in those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe that's not so much of a, uh, a surprise there. But you know, this this is nevertheless his big movie. Yeah, and sorry, that kid. Sucks. Sorry, kid. Um. So yeah, let's let's fucking put this shit to bed. Let's just put one. Two in the heart. Yeah. Um. So crankometer time. Okay. How how Christmassy is this movie? It's kind of Christmassy. Yeah. And it actually had some of the heart of Christmas to it. It really tried. It, it really did. wanted to. Like, and there were some parts where it was sort of mean spirited, but like at the end, I actually was like, oh, that's kind of real. Like when. The way he found out he got a car for Christmas was the dad was trying to, like, gather everyone together to take a picture in front of the tree. And he's like, scoot a little bit closer, son, you know. Yeah. And then he, like, scoots. He's like, I can't get any closer and looks over. And, like, 
sees the key and then turns around and, you know, does a big, like, excited face. And, like, at that moment, the dad snaps the picture. Like, that's something that I could that was, see happening in real life. That was, like, maybe the the one good scene in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's sometimes when the movie so frustrating. Like, it occasionally almost surfaces up to being, like, watchable yeah. and then just drops right the fuck back down to, par- it, like, self-parody. Yeah. Yeah. And then even the scene where, like, Ralphie does his one good deed where he like buys the poor family you know dinner that's 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 a that's not a bad scene yeah but it, it takes so long to build up to like the movie coming around to a point that like by the time it does you don't care anymore yeah because they just do too much like yeah let's just call back to the first film and then let's have the dad say a bunch of stuff that what's his face said in the first film and let's make some music cues that sound like the first film yeah and also hey let's try to disguise the fact that we're shooting on a really terrible looking backlog yeah, the like I said before, the fucking backdrops on this. I hope I'm picking up, but okay. By the way, because I have a cat like sitting on my chest right now. <laughs> we have a podcast cat. Podcat. Yeah, we have a podcat. Um, but yeah, the the backdrops, like especially when he was like the dad was sitting on the frozen lake, it looked like someone had just painted like a big piece of canvas and oh, just like yeah. it was. It, it was like, sitting like six feet behind them. Yeah, yeah. it looked like a fucking like a, like a school picture type backdrop, like something like mm-hmm, that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, like the, a, the community, like the community playhouse, yeah, kind of stage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like the actual, like the lot where like the car dealership is on. I'm pretty sure. I don't want to lie here, but I'm pretty sure that was on like the Universal lot because it oh, looks shit. very like much like the kind of the same stuff where they, they did like Back to the Future and stuff. Yeah. But this was after the Universal lot burned down, so they probably only had like one corner of it left. <laughs> That's so sad. It is. <laughs> and they just use it for fucking this this piece of giant shit. turd. So, but anyway, to get back to the crankometer, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. my point was, it did go kind of Christmassy, like not it as did. much as some, but much more than others. Um, but as far as quality, it was just like oh. a fucking shitter of a movie. So Christmassy, we'd say I put this at a solid, uh, maybe a solid three. I was gonna say yeah. two, yeah, two, three, two. somewhere there, yeah. Yeah, two, two, three. I could go either of those. It, it does have Christmas trappings. It is actually about Christmas. It doesn't yes. completely fuck up the message of Christmas. Right. right. They're you know they're trying to get some like you know humanity like basically like take care of your fellow man yeah. at Christmas time yeah, yeah. kind of shit going on. So they they try. They don't do it well, but they try. <clears throat> yeah. So I would. I'm gonna give it a Christmassy three. Okay. Okay. Uh, quality, yeah, I can be all though, right with that. I'm gonna dip it down to the negatives. Yeah, Definitely, I'd yeah. say like negative three, maybe. Negative three. I'd be yeah. happy with that. I'm not gonna go completely negative because there were a couple of like there there are things that are a lot worse than it than, that we yeah. watched. Oh yeah, like this is no um, this is no elves. This is really even no Christmas shoes. Yeah, yeah I was this, say, this this is, this is not a Christmas. Yeah, shoes. this seems more like I would say in I would say the biggest problem with the movie is they it's incompetent. Yeah, rather like yeah. rather than as actively like yeah being like, made by by like people who are just like. Its heart Don't, was in the right place. Yeah, its heart was in the right place, even though it shouldn't have been on the fucking field. Yeah. That's a good way to put it, yeah. Because this is a game no one wants to play, <laughs> trying to make a sequel to A Christmas Story. Even yeah. though, you know, everybody has their their grand idea for a like, Christmas sequel. Like, Jingle All the Way 2, that's a fucking soulless-ass sequel. Oh, this, this yeah. you get the idea that they, they, were, they were at least well-intentioned. Somebody tried. Yeah, they were well, well-intentioned, that's all I'll say, yeah. Right. Yeah. And this, this reminds me that, like, Right around this same time, they announced a sequel to "It's a Wonderful Life" yeah, that that's... never got made. Oh, Jesus! It was, was going to be Thank about Christ. It was, was going to be about the bird from Lion King, Zazu. <laughs> Zazu, yeah. Zazu's petals. It was going to yeah, it was it was going to be about about Zuzu, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was about I think the, 
yeah the 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 youngest daughter yeah and her and her family but and it, they actually even had they even got like the girl the actress who played Zuzu in the in the first movie she was on board with the sequel and the the public outcry mixed with a bunch of other factors was so loud that they just shelved it and said all right fine we won't do it i yeah. guess good for them they fucking listened more than we could say about these yeah. people so yeah, three negative three. Three negative for these three. Guys. That's that's fair. I yeah. feel that's fair. It's I'm not go with that. Yeah. terrible. And it's it's pretty Christmassy, but it's yeah. I mean, it's bad. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it really is unfortunate. So. Um, I wouldn't. Now that you guys have seen it, I wouldn't wish it on you again. <laughs> Don't you. worry, I'm not gonna fucking <laughs> go through it again. Oh man. Oh, before we go though, I do want to talk about the Christmas Story house a little bit, just okay. because like it wasn't in this film. They didn't use the same house, I don't think. No, okay. that was not at all the same house. Not no, no way. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. But uh, you can visit the Christmas Story house if you want. Like it's in Cleveland, Ohio. It's a museum now. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! I, I've been there. That's awesome. Uh, if if you're listening and you want to go check it out, it's at 3159 West 11th Street in Cleveland, 1616 Mockingbird Lane. So is is it in like an actual residential neighborhood? Oh, yeah, it's like in a, it's... like a, it's in a tiny ass neighborhood. Yeah. Oh my god, like that's a, a tiny awesome. little street. I'm sure the neighbors hate their guts for yeah. putting it there. But like the guy who okay, the house was bought by the guy who runs the company that makes replica leg lamps from the film. Really? He, he like took his company's money, bought the house, renovated it, and like... And then stuck a leg lamp in the front window? Yes. <laughs> and with a little price tag on it. You know where to buy it. Jesus Christ. But he like, he decked the whole house out in like all of the, the furniture and and like decorations that you, you would find in the movie. So the house looks like it did, the sets did in the movie. Yeah. You can go in there and tour it and see everything and you can like climb under the kitchen sink like Randy does in the film. Oh shit. M- when my dad and I went, he insisted I try it, and I about broke the thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck was your dad thinking? He Wait, how old were you when you went there? 27. Okay, yeah. So this is, like, yeah, this fairly recent. This was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you're, like, you're not a small dude. Like, you're tall. And, and, like... I got him back, though. I made him get down there. <laughs> good for you. I made him back. I made him wear the bunny suit. Yeah, dickhead. Jesus. Um, but you can go into the house and look at everything, and across the street is a is like they've they've bought another house and they turned that into a museum for the film. Oh, okay. With all kinds of like uh, costumes and so posters they, and stuff. So they have this house like kind of like frozen in time. Yeah, yeah. And then they have the other house where they have all the memorabilia, all the real fun, all okay. the cool stuff, including which like I, I know I've shown you guys before. They have in their costumes of Flash Gordon and Ming the Merciless. Oh my god! Because there was going to be like a, a, a deleted scene or a scene from the first movie where Ralphie helps Flash defeat Ming. So they had the costumes made up, and they're just really weird looking costumes, like oh, very wow. flashy and and shiny. Is it like glass. the original costumes, like that they were going to use in the movie? Yeah. Oh wow! Because like they okay. apparently shot the scenes, so like this isn't going to work. Okay. Um, that stuff's in there, and then next to that house, they built a Manchester Mystery House. Yes. <laughs> I know the first rule of comedy is yes and, but I only say yes and I don't know how to follow it. That's true. Uh, but yes, period. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> Rafi had a guilty conscience for shooting all those uh, all of Black Bart's bandits, so he decided to build a house where their ghosts couldn't get him. <laughs> their ghosts could not escape. But next... That's not feeling guilty. That's feeling like afraid for your life. Yeah, that's that's like I don't know. The ghosts are going to come at him with soap. <laughs> Oh, life board. What an existence. Um, but yeah, next to the museum is another house that they've turned into a store where you can buy Christmas story shit like 
everything you could possibly so want. So he's bought like half of the houses in this neighborhood? Half the neighborhood, yeah. You have to like park down the street and walk. You can, you can buy yeah. the kid who played Randy for $30. Yeah, he actually, like he does still like hang around the house and do tours and stuff, Randy. Wow, damn. That's that's his thing now, I guess. Um, I, I'm not going to fault the guy for getting his fucking meal ticket punched, you know? Yeah. So. No, I mean... I was about to say how how old was he, but he wouldn't be that much older than yeah, us. He's probably, He'd be like the same age as some of my siblings. Like late thirties, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, you can go in there. Like it's just like a big Christmas movie merch house. Yeah. The Christmas story stuff, uh, Christmas vacation stuff, uh, Elf, Grinch, all everything. Damn. I I went in there and I asked the the girl running the counter uh, if she had seen a Christmas story too and what she thought of it. Oh dear, <laughs> and, and she, she called the police, and yes, and she <laughs> ran me out of Cleveland. Um, she just kind of ha- had this weird look on her face. She just like shook her head and was like, "No, we we don't talk about that here." <laughs> so That's even probably my favorite response she could have given is just, yeah, "No, no, we much. don't talk about that here." Even they knew. <laughs> Christ. But I had to ask, you know, like it yeah, was Yeah, well they had nothing to do with they, it. Well, They're they just did. like the this thing just came and like shit all over the memory of what we're trying to preserve right. here. But they but like they have to get <clears throat> in on the gravy, the gravy train. They sell copies of the DVD in the store. Of two? Yeah. What the fuck? But they're like, yeah, it's don't it's bad. <laughs> Why the hell would they even like why would they not try to distance themselves from that? That's it's like, awful. you can buy this, I guess, but buy a Red Rider BB gun with it and yeah. fucking yeah. shoot the, it. The answer is be- because corporate said so. Like, I'm sure like they have like a license with, with Warner Brothers or whoever to oh sell God. their stuff. But yeah, like they don't like, they don't like it any more than we do. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but that's, oh man, that's, that's just so perfect. Yeah. But that's, 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 uh, that's the note we're going to have to leave you with on uh, this episode of Christmas Creeps. The fact that uh, the Christmas Story House people hate A Christmas Story 2 as well. Good for them. I don't want to speak for all of them. Maybe one of them actually likes it, but... Uh, well, it sounds like they that... keep him locked in the basement with a furnace. It sounds like the shop girl there is doing God's work. So. Yeah, yeah. Probably just a summer job to her. She's like steering, steering you away. Oh, yeah. Well, ladies and gents, uh, that's it for this episode of Christmas Creeps. Uh, if you have any questions and or comments, uh, you know where to find us online. You can email us at xmascreeps at gmail.com. Go to, foot, go to Twitter. We're at Christmas Creeps. Find us on Facebook. You know, type in Christmas Creeps, and we'll come right up. We're the Skull with the Candy King Crossbones. Hopefully soon here we will have uh, some uh, updated graphics. I'm working on that. Yes. I'm working on getting that stuff, but it's just taking some time. Yes, and then we'll have an awesome artist to credit yes, with that stuff. totally. And if you played Randy in Christmas Story, drop us a line. Yeah, hey Randy. Um, you know, we'd we'd love to talk to you about Christmas Story Two and why you weren't in it. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, until until next we meet, ladies and gents. Uh, have a lovely take your dog to work day. Bye. Bye. Happy Christmas. Bye.